This is Joe Buca with another episode of Man Up, the podcast to help men reject passivity and accept responsibility. Today I want to talk about the power of shame. Um, I think it's arguably one of the most powerful forces in the universe in a negative way. Um, I think love is the most powerful force in the universe and God's love in particular, but but I think shame really does impact all of us in different ways. And Brene Brown, who um, has written about it, it's been her research. You, you can see her um, yeah, TED Talks on um, YouTube. Uh, if you haven't watched them, it'd be a great thing to watch. She's written a book um, called Daring Greatly. And her research just uh, focuses on just the impact shame has had on our culture and on people in particular not just our culture, but worldwide. I think it's a it's a problem everywhere. But I think shame is an identity. And so what happens, I would say guilt is uh, a, um, hey, I've messed up, and shame takes it to an identity level and basically says, I'm a mess up. And so I really do think this identity of shame, especially in light of various failures, and we all fail. Everyone fails. I will fail. <laughs> but we can learn from our failures, and our failures don't define us. And so the importance of seeing shame and confronting shame with truth. I think it really leads me to see the power of the gospel, the forgiveness of Christ and the righteousness of Christ, the two things that I think the gospel brings us among other things, but those are two primary things that really free us from this, what I would even say, stronghold of shame. And so throughout my life, I've seen how shame has um, has taken over at different times in my life. I struggle with feelings of inadequacy and inferiority and how if I, if I let that run, it becomes an identity. I am inferior. I am inadequate. Uh, I don't have what it takes. I am a disappointment are all voices of shame. And I think for me, having truth that really can challenge that and say, you know, I have what it takes. I, I uh, have what it takes in a spiritual sense because I am a follower of Jesus and I my identity has now been changed to an identity, and I love Paul's words in Romans 8, 1, that I'm no longer under condemnation, but I've been set free. And so the identity of freedom in Christ and the freedom that I have in this new identity as, a, as God's son, as, as, um, as his delight, as uh, one he deeply, lavishly, and recklessly loves— those are truths that I have to remind myself when I see and sense evidence of shame in my life. Um, I, I do think the power of shame keeps us in a downward spiral. It keeps us from being vulnerable. It keeps us from being authentic. It, it causes us to hide and to, and to protect by uh, covering up or, or defending. But I, I think, again, shame has such a, a significant stronghold in almost everyone's life. I would say I, I don't know anyone, and I don't know everyone, so this may not be true for everyone, but I don't know anyone that's not impacted by shame. Even as little children, I can remember when I did something that I knew was wrong or that I knew I would get in trouble for, I would run and hide. I see that actually um, evidenced in some of my grandchildren when they've done something that they know is not right. Their tendency is to want to run and hide. And I think that's true relationally and emotionally, and, and uh, certainly I think it leads us to, you know, this the theme of this podcast, which is passivity. Uh, it leads us to living passive lives where we're not willing to take risk. I've seen the power in my life of 
of um, confessing and renouncing my sin, my struggles, and being vulnerable and honest about it. Certainly, I'm not vulnerable and honest with everyone I come in contact with, but I've seen the power of the secrecy of, of my sin and then bringing it out into the light. Actually, Proverbs 28, 13 says, He who conceals his sins will not prosper, but whoever confesses and renounces them will find mercy. And so I think there's a power, uh, a, a God-driven power over shame, which is the power of saying, I don't have to hide anymore. I can be authentically who I am. And, and, and the importance of having an identity in Christ, having my identity now be grounded in who I am in God's eyes as a, as a Christian, as a Jesus follower, that my shame identity is, is more of a false echo in my life. It's a, it's a natural tendency that I have, but the truth of God's word and the truth of my identity in Christ and the truth that God loves me, even when I'm, even when I'm misbehaving, even when I'm not a good, doing good things or doing the right things, or I, even when I'm doing sinful things, this sounds a little scandalous, but, but the fact that God's love doesn't change for me. Now, sometimes in my disobedience, I experience God's love in the form of discipline where there are consequences for what I've done. I have to apologize. I have to own. I have to ask forgiveness of others when I've sinned against them. And, uh, and even the power of confession in my relationship with God, just having to acknowledge my sin and acknowledge not just the behavioral side, but actually the root, the heart issues of my sin and asking God to give me the power to, and thanking him for his forgiveness and giving, asking God to give me the power to change, to experience transformation so I, I think shame is a very real force in many of our lives, in all of our lives probably. And, and the antidote for shame is the, the, the truths of the gospel, the truths of my identity in Christ, the truths of the fact that God is no longer standing over me and, and condemning me, not that he ever you know, necessarily stood over me and condemned me, but, but that God pursues me and delights in me and draws me near. Even in my rebellion, God is wooing me back to fellowship with himself. And as I experience that kind of authenticity with God and internally within myself, I can be authentic with others and I cannot hide my sin. I know many times in my life where I've had to go to Emily, my wife, and just say, hey, this is what I've done or here's what's going on or I know that I've hurt you and I am sorry. I can't promise that I'll never, ever, ever do that again, but I can promise that I want to change. And, and then crying out to God, God, change me. Make me the man that you want me to be. Free me from this, this uh, trap of shame, from this, um, from this identity of shame, and help me walk in newness of really who I am and the freedom of who I am in Christ. And, and I've seen consistently that power. I see it in counseling when clients say things to me like, I've never told anybody this before, or friends say that to me. And yet being able to be a safe person to help them share their struggles and be able to actually turn them to our Lord and Savior who loves them, who cares for them, who pursues them, who doesn't push them away but draws them near. That's a powerful way I can lead and, and, and be an ambassador of, of the gospel, an ambassador of God's love for people and, uh, and to fight the war against shame. So anyway, I hope that this has been helpful. I think as you find this freedom and as you grow in this, it's incredible um, the blessing that you can be to others to find freedom in your own shame, from your own shame, but also to help others find it in Christ as well. Thanks.